Breakfast with the Beak is brought to you by Quacktivia, the yogurt specially formulated to prevent duck diarrhea. Quacktivia, from the makers of Goat Gurt. Quacktivia. Quack, quack, quack. Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. Yeah, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Beatniks. Good morning. <laughs> so, uh... We're, uh, we're pre-recording the show this week. We are. Uh, going, uh, going to the Heisenberg family reunion. And just so you guys know that right now it is Thursday evening, let me just give you the rundown of current events to place us in time. We've seen Justin Bieber pee in a bucket... We have not seen Sharknado, and we don't yet know if Elliot Spitzer is going to get enough signatures to run for Comptroller. Comptroller. <laughs> I, I don't actually know what a Comptroller is, but I hope he's not in charge of whoremongering again, because that got him into trouble. Yeah, well, I don't think that's what a Comptroller does. Do you know what a Comptroller is? Um, I'm guessing not horse. That's logical. I feel like it's not a polite word for head pimp. I mean... (laughs) It'd be weird if the city had a bureau of that. Yeah, no, that seems like something we would have heard about and done something about by now. Yeah, but... But yeah, no, we don't know how Sharknado ends. I'm guessing... I mean, I can can guess. I mean, the sharks probably don't pee in buckets, and they probably don't run for comptrollers, so I don't think there's going to be, like, a grand unifying, like, theme. You know what's amazing? What? All of these jokes are going to be old as fuck by Sunday. Yeah, well, that's why, that's how they know this is Thursday evening. Yeah, it's like... Everyone's going to know the conclusion of this tomorrow morning on Twitter, which is in the past. Yeah. But, that's fun for these guys, okay? Because they already know how it ends. It's like, this is the setup, and then they already know the punchline. They're from the future, and they can't help us. Yeah. So, between now and Sunday, when Justin Bieber gets eaten by sharks... Uh-huh. And it's not funny anymore. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we should have seen the warning signs when he peed in that bucket, but no, we let him swim with those sharks. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yeah, no, this is just a, a cry from the helpless uh, infinity of time. Yeah, it's just egg on our faces. Yeah. All right, but but since they already know, we can't really talk too much about current events because they've already happened. Yeah. Um, I, I think we can take a couple minutes... There's a, a a new thing I want to pitch. I've been teasing it a little bit. I'm not sure you do want to pitch this. Uh, because I, he's been telling me about it, and I'm not sure you want to pitch this. Yeah, no, I really I want to get it out there. I want uh, to talk about Paws and Punchball Party Time Saturday. You don't have to. And, uh, well, what else do we have to do? I don't know. We could roll a topic? Oh, right. All right, well, let's roll the topic then. All right. All right, all right. That's, that's, that's reasonable. We should just discuss the topic. Yeah, damn it. I, yeah. I almost forgot, but oh, no, no, I was too smart for you eventually. Ish. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Erg. All right, okay. let's roll that topic. Fifteen. Fifteen. What's topic number fifteen, Johnny? This is confusing. Okay, it's confusing because topic fifteen is the number nineteen. Okay, what's topic number nineteen, Johnny? No, no, the... Topic 19 is something else. That doesn't matter. The actual name of the topic. You can look here on the list. Squint, oh. squint at it. The, the number, number 19, 19. Submitted by Nick in Philadelphia. Friend of the show. Thanks, well, Nick. Former friend of the show after that. Number you, 19. You know, Nick, 
You sent us a lot of good topics. You sent us a lot years. of great topics. I, I, I expect this from Jay, who trolls us relentlessly, or occasionally Ashley, who sent us things that are green. Yes, this is actually worse than things that are green because anything there can be nineteen of anything. Like it's not even just let's oh. name the things that are green. It's like name the things there can be nineteen of. It's literally anything except uh, the universe. Yeah, it's like ex- everything except for... And the Highlander. Yeah, everything except for imaginary things that there's a set number of. Yeah. Like, there are not 19 pieces of the Triforce. <laughs> right. There are not 19 Knights of the Round Table. Are there? Yeah, I, I don't know. There I actually don't remember how many Knights of the Round Table there were. I think they kept adding yeah. more and, like, stretching the continuity. Jesus did not have 19 Apostles. At least not that are recognized by the church. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But other than... I mean, yeah, it's quicker to list the things that there can't be 19 of. And it's all shit that's already happened. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, 19 apples, 19 cats, etc. 19 like, dildos. There I said it. Yeah, 19 <laughs> red fucking balloons. And that's not even how many red balloons there are, but 19 yeah. is in 99. So. Well, yes. Um, yeah, 19 plus 80 red balloons. I mean, there's not even... See, okay. And again, in the original song, the color is not specified, but yeah, I'm no, being they're pedantic. Just, they're just luft balloons. Yes. Yeah. That's... Luft isn't red. No. Yeah. No. Um, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think 19 is even like one of the supposedly significant numbers. It's a prime number. It is a prime number. You know, number. we use it to show aliens that we get math. Yeah, but it's in a sequence of primes. It's not the only prime. And that's only if they do base 10. I think it's still prime. I think it's still, like, if you have this many of a thing, mm-hmm. you can't divide it into equal groups of anything except groups of one, even Do if prime, you don't have a way to mark it up. Do primes stay the same in all the bases? I was actually never clear on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, like, they're not just beeping, hey, 19, written this way. They're just making 19 beeps in a row. Okay, but, like... All right, there's like uh, there's law of fives. Yeah. Uh, there's lucky seven. Yeah. There's unlucky thirteen. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the Illuminati number twenty three. Yeah. Uh, there's forty two from Douglas Adams. Yeah. Um, and there's the Fibonacci sequence. There's the lost numbers. There's you know various golden ratios and spirals. Nineteen is not a player in the fancy numbers game. Yeah, 19 is, there's no significant, wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, stall for a second, I gotta go check something. Shit, okay, he has left me alone with the microphone, now is my time to shine, uh, Wait, wait, I got it, I got it, I had to check the periodic table, potassium, potassium, potassium is number 19 on the periodic table, uh, it's in bananas. Who cares? Goody. <laughs> that's not much of a lead either. Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, like it's not like that's the only thing in bananas. I mean, there's other stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bananas are good. Um, there's a cereal called Product 19. That's true. That is a big deal. That's a cereal. Now, do you know why Product 19 cereal is called Product 19? I'm guessing that they had a let's say, 18 other cereals, and they were like, okay, cereal number 19, what are we going to call it? And somebody was like, well, who is the target audience? And it's like, P-19. 
people who are really health conscious and hate fun. And they're like, have we got a name for you? That's that's my guess. That's close. That's not a bad guess. The, the actual the actual explanation is they invented the cereal. They didn't have a name for it, and it was the nineteenth cereal that they were working on that year. Uh, okay, so it was that year's nineteen eighty whatever's product number nineteen, literally. Wow! And they just never gave it a name like Cheerios or cornflakes. They just, yeah. Well, no, I mean, that became part of the branding. It's a very sober-minded cereal. This is what you buy when you need a nutrient delivery system to help you move your bowels, I assume? Um, yeah, well, all cereals were originally designed to move the bowels. Well, yeah, no, what's his name? Mr. Uh, Kellogg. Yeah. He was way into poop. Oh, yeah, yeah, all about regularity and... Giving people enemas and, yeah... It was the Activia of his day. He was. He he really was. If Jamie Lee Curtis had lived in the previous century, she would be on commercials for Kellogg's about how you know, brand flakes keep her regular. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, still not giving me anything to go on with 19. No, I mean, we, we literally had a, a perfect opening right there. Hey, product 19. And it took us, what, 60 seconds to get to poop jokes? Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to talk about Possum Punchbowl Party Time Saturday? God damn you. <laughs> I mean, unless you got a lot of material with Product 19 or Number 19. Number or, 19. 19-year-olds uh, yeah. are usually pretty dumb. Fuck no. Okay, I got nothing. All right. So, Possum Punchbowl Party Time Saturday. Son of a bitch. Is, is, here's the thing. I teased it on Twitter a couple weeks ago, all right? And, no, uh, I, I remember. I remember seeing that and not responding, but thinking to myself, don't do this. Now, friend of the show, Derek, loved it on site without any uh, uh, actual explanation. Yeah. And friend hey. of the show, Nikki, uh, just said I should consider uh, switching possums for pandas. Um, well, uh, hey, friends of the show, I have heard the pitch. And, uh, and you're going to hear it right now. Get ready so. to get sad. <laughs> So, so it's a thing I want to start working on uh, uh, for the Big Podcasting Network. Like we said, we always uh, thinking about new shows. So, uh, where this came from is is Johnny is a big history buff. Okay, he's like he's really into history. Yeah. So I well, wanted to give I him. I am, but don't don't try I, to make this sound like I approve of this. Project. I wanted to give him a character to play. I wanted, uh, 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 and I would, he's not on board yet, but I would like Johnny to play the character of Professor Possum. Now I'll explain, because Professor Possum teaches history. Now, the, the, the backstory is, alright, uh, 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 a possum goes to college, okay? And it doesn't matter what college, it can be, you know, CUNY or, Whatever. Do possums even um, live in New York City? Um, well, they live in the state, so it doesn't have to be. It can be Overland. It doesn't matter. Is that true? Is that... There's possums all over America. Okay, they're, fine. Possums are everywhere. Everyone's, very, a, everyone's a possum. Fine. Whatever. The reason they're like the only marsupial to have like uh, migrated all over the world yeah. is because they're just kind of very, very hardy, you know, flexible animals. Um, all right. Fine. Much, much like the the noble mouse. Now, uh, or the majestic pigeon. Shut up, pigeons are awesome. <laughs> so the possum goes to college, 
and, you know, University of Iowa, whatever, it doesn't matter, whoever has a good history program. And he's the only, they ask him what his name is, and he's like, possums don't have names. And But he's the only possum to enroll that year, so they just call him possum. And so they get used to him, he matriculates, he decides to be a history major, he, he's there for a number of years, earns a bunch of degrees, eventually attains the rank of a professor... And by that time, all his friends at college have been calling him Possum so long, they're just like, you're Professor Possum now. Okay? So Professor Possum, he goes back to the forest where he's like, he grew up, where he's from, and he sees uh, another Possum that's an old friend of his. And he's like, he tells him, you know, what's been going on, and he's like, I want to be Professor Possum too. And, and he's like, no, you can't be Professor Possum until you attain the rank. And so, and the thing is, all the college stuff happened in the past, and this exchange is happening. This is the important part. Okay, all the college stuff. Okay, we got the timeline. You see, in 97, he enrolled, and then... Yeah, it's the backstory. So, so the other possum, he lives in a tree that's near a billboard for uh, World War Z, and he sees, he can't read very well, but he can read Brad Pitt's name, so he's like, I guess I'll be Brad Possum. So Professor Possum and Brad Possum, and see, like, I would play Brad Possum, like, kind of the, the hunky, curious friend, and... What do you and mean, hunky? Johnny, he's, 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 he's the hunk possum. He's a hunk of the possum world? Is it like, yeah, yeah. Whatever, like, whatever the standard for possum hunks is, he meets it, he's got a, he's got a big, muscular, prehensile tail? That is correct, God yeah. When it. Just like with humans, there are people who are hunky than other people. There are possums that are hunkier than other possums. So, Brad oh, Possum. <laughs> and, and so, but Professor Possum's like, you know that's not a real war. And he's like, what do you mean? World War Z with Brad, the other Brad. That's the thing. And he's like, no, no. And then Professor Possum realizes possums don't know shit about history. So he's like, all right, we got to teach all the little possums about history. About, like, human history, okay? Because, like, possums possums don't really have, like, a society or anything. They just kind of dick around. I mean, that's what anarchy gets you, okay? Is you just live in trees and fuck around and eat bugs. So, and, like, steal shit. So he's like, alright, we gotta give it a fun name, though. To, like, draw baby possums in. Because baby possums lack discipline. So, it's like, alright, they, they think about it for a while. And they're like, we're gonna possum punch bowl party time Saturday. And it's fun, and there's a song, right? And it's no, like, no, sing the song goes, by all means, please, please, sing me a song. It goes, sing me the song of your possum people. It goes possum punch bowl party time Saturday. See, it's got it. The words flow with the rhythm. Possum punch bowl party time Saturday. Learning history the possum way. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to punch you in the balls as hard as I can. But it's not arbitrary, okay, because they're actually going to serve... See, the punch ball has <laughs> possum punching, which is... Okay, so there's an actual punch ball at these history classes. Yeah. Oh, God, please, please, I'm so interested. Tell us about this. Possum punch is actually an old possum tradition, right? Because, like, most possums can't read... Like, but they steal. They don't steal as much as raccoons, but they steal. So, like, I mean, Professor Possum can read, and Brad Possum can read a little bit, but Possums can't read. So what they do is they steal liquor bottles from humans, 
And, like, sometimes soda bottles by accident, but whatever, like mixers. So, possums will just go steal bottles. They don't know what the label is. Sometimes it's, like, Johnny Walker Blue Label. Sometimes it's, like, that vodka in the plastic bottle that you, like, you know, smuggle to your underage cousin or whatever for, like, five bucks. So, like, they'll just, you know, sometimes it's, you know, Fago. It doesn't matter. So, they'll just go and they'll they'll just steal all the bottles they can steal and they'll pour it on in a bowl so possum punch is different every time it's like it's that's part of the fun is you don't know what the punch is going to be this week maybe it'll be amazing maybe it'll be shit so anyway so possums love possum punch so it's like that's how you you bring in the crowd Okay, so every week on Possum Punchbowl Party Time Saturday, and this is, it's I, called, a, it, it's a podcast that we would put out on Saturday, and then Breakfast with the Beef would come out on Sunday. Okay, so it's like we, there's something for people to listen to two days in a row. One thing, uh-huh. it is honestly, at this point in your description of this program, yeah. it is becoming difficult to <laughs> keep track of all of the offenses I must answer. <laughs> Well, this is just the backstory. What actually happens... Yeah, I know. That's why it's becoming difficult. <laughs> what actually happens on the podcast, and this is what's fun for you, okay? Is, oh, finally, something that's fun for me. Because that's just the premise. <laughs> what actually happens on the show is you uh, uh, talk about some obscure point in history, okay? You know, like... Um, Mathematics in uh, the Middle Eastern nations during the um, the medieval period, or yeah, that's uh, where math still existed. Yeah, or or like um, great uh, you know Chinese battles five thousand years ago. You know, well there weren't any great ones five thousand years ago, but a little more recently there were some straight up bandit wars. Bandit Wars, exactly. That's a great topic for a history podcast. It was bandits with armies racing each other across China, and whoever got to the end first got to be emperor. That's awesome! I know! That's an awesome story! So, like, if you're playing Professor Possum, like, one week you would just tell the story about the Bandit Wars... As Professor Possum, it would be awesome. Like, we'd learn not just the baby possums that are fictional, but the listeners at home would all get to learn more about the Bandit Wars. It would be really cool. You'd be a good history teacher to play Professor Possum teaching history. Now, here's where this falls apart for me, okay? Okay. Because... I'm willing, I'm willing to receive notes. I could talk about all the awesome shit that got invented in China a thousand years before you thought it got invented uh-huh. all day. Okay. Okay, they had cannons before anyone knew what the fuck cannons were. I mean, cannons were more of a Korean thing. Not the point, not the point. Okay. Okay. The point is, it's interesting history. It is. It is interesting. The, uh, the, the problem I'm having is... Uh-huh. No, I'm listening. I'm going to go in some kind of order, but it's not going to be a very great order. I'm just going to try to get through as many of my grievances as I can. Okay. I got the book of grievances open. I've made some new entries while you were saying that. I'm ready. Number one, Mm -hmm. I don't think having them be possums is a great idea. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, okay. People love possums. Brad Possum is very charismatic and attractive. You know how (laughs) our podcast is called Breakfast with the Beak, and that's contingent on the fact of it being on the Beak.org part of the Beak Podcasting Network? Yes. But then there's nothing else on the Beak.org and no other podcasts on the network. Right. So it's just confusing. 
Yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like this is going to fall in that same trap, where we're going to be two years into this project, into the Possum Punchbowl project. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to be sitting around saying, damn, we did a good show this week. Why is nobody listening? (laughs) Oh, man, we probably should have not had them be possums. We probably should have. We probably should have said this is a show about history, not this is a show about possums. Because <laughs> then history buffs might not know to find it. Yeah, you're saying my attempt to trick people into learning history with possums and parties yes. may not draw in the people who already want to learn history. Yeah. Second issue <laughs> is that. You create so much <laughs> fictional history for the possums right. that everything I would say about real history is immediately thrown into the, into question. Oh, because I, I, I frame your truth in lies. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's actually kind of a good point. Thirdly. Okay, but Sesame Street works, and there aren't real monsters in Brooklyn. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. However... Like, you learn the alphabet from Cookie Monster, even though Cookie Monster, there aren't those. Aren't, there aren't those. We don't start off <laughs> with a 20-minute explanation of how Cookie Monster came from Monster Village after he was outcast for robbing a bakery and made his way to New York City and settled down on Sesame Street. Okay, we don't have all that. We don't have a whole lot of history. It's just, yeah... This is a place where man and monster live side by side in harmony and teach kids about letters and near and far. Okay? Right. That's, that's and, true. Yeah. This is... It's it's not really about where these creatures come from or why some of the humans are puppets and some of the humans are humans. And Bert and Ernie aren't monsters. They're puppets, but they are men. And, yeah, they're man know, puppets. Yeah, it's, it's complex, but yeah. it's just sort of glossed over. It works... On a sort of hazy dream logic. It's beautiful in a way. Uh huh. This does not have that. This does not have <laughs> that just... simplicity and that beauty. <laughs> this has a lot of bullshit. This is like. Of, all of which uh-huh. hinges on a joke about World War Z, a mm-hmm. movie that the world is already in the process of forgetting ever happened. Uh, yeah, it has not done well at the box office. Yeah, no. We no. as a society have already begun disowning it. A book that was almost universally praised by everyone who read it, and the movie is just being panned. Yeah, well, apparently it's not a lot like the book, so that's a plus. No, from everything I've seen, it has nothing to do with the book. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you invent a lot of fake possum history and fake biographies for these characters and shit. Sure, well, they're fictional characters. But then on top of that... I'm not actually Brad Possum, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. The title isn't intended to trick people into listening. It's intended to trick baby possums into listening and is contingent on the existence of an anarchist possum society based around possum punch. The title only works within the bullshit salad you have created. But doesn't it sound kind of fun? Like, even if you don't... Like, like that's the thing about a show like Breakfast with a Beat. 
It's it's the sort of title that you wouldn't just think to look up if you hadn't already heard about it from somewhere. Like, no one's just Googling random words or looking them up on iTunes. It's like, I'm going to type in four words. Let's see. Possum Punch Bowl Party Time Saturday. Like, you're not just going to do that. I was about to say, is that your plan? You're waiting for that to happen? No, but if you stumble across it, be like... I never thought of putting those words together. I don't know what that means, but I'm interested in finding out. I'm not sure anyone else would be interested. Yeah, well, people are a brutish and incurious lot. It's true. That's why it's mostly marketed towards possums. <laughs> Which I'm again, starting I'm, to see the problem you yeah. have with my train of logic. And possums aren't actually going to listen to it. Um, no. Possums, real possums don't listen to podcasts. Real possums don't have computers. No. They don't seem to want them, so... They just kind of live in the woods and eat bugs. Hang upside down in trees sometimes. It's cute, but again, not... They don't... You never see possums with little, like, iPod minis. They are not savvy consumers, possums. No. No, they're not... They are not interested in in the trappings of of techno-utopian status. I think I see what you mean. Okay. So you don't want to play Professor Possum? Not terribly. Okay. Well. Well, what? Hmm. I'm sure I have more complaints about it. Is there anything else we can do with that awesome title and backstory, though? Like maybe a children's program or an animated special or something? See, now, a children's program. Yeah. You mean a television program? Or, or, well, you know, YouTube or something, you know. But with a visual component. They would have... To, yeah. Yeah, see, that... Children don't listen to podcasts either. They're almost as stupid as possums. Well, children shouldn't listen to podcasts. They're all dick jokes. Well, this one is. It's true. This show is inappropriate for children. That's why it's got the explicit tag. Yeah, I've said fuck probably like a million times in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know when I'm doing it. No, no. I just, it's, I it's just not assume it's going to happen. It's, it's just, it's just the, the kind of shit is just like, yeah. Yeah, fuck that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but no, a children's program with possums, right? Right. It wouldn't okay. be any worse than that fucking raccoon show from... Uh, Hobo with a shotgun. Hobo with yeah. a shotgun, yeah. No, but you see, the thing is, if uh-huh. it's a show with a video component, yeah. you will be able to look at the screen and immediately discern, these are possums. We don't need a narrator or Professor Possum or Brad Possum telling us, We are possums! I am a possum who is a professor! We don't need to explain that. People can look at the screen and be like, Oh, it's a possum in a little robe and a little graduation cap. Clearly, he is a professor. Well, I'm thinking more he's in, like, tweed and, you know, maybe smoking a pipe. But Well, yeah, that yeah. is actually good, too. I, I like that. Yeah. That's the first thing you've said that I've... Just across the board approve of. You're starting to warm up to Professor Possum. No, no, tell. just the outfit. Just but, the outfit. Uh, see, I think we do it in classic cartoon mode, like where you explain the premise in the theme song. You have like a, a 90 second theme song. And it goes, Possum Punch Bowl Party Time Saturday. Here comes Professor Possum and Brad and they're learning shit. I, that one didn't rhyme, but it shouldn't have shit in it, but hey. you get my gist. Professor Possum went to college and became a professor and came back to the woods. And Brad Possum was like, I want to be a possum too. And he was like, you can't, but you can be Brad because of that billboard. Let's have some Possum Punch and learn about the Mongols. 
And then, it was, and then Brad Possum was like, how do we teach baby possums about history? And Professor Possum was like, we will trick them by giving them punch. And now it's Possum Punch Bowl oh, Party Town Saturday. Come get some punch and learn about history. <laughs> like all that, but in words that actually rhyme and follow the rhythmic pattern. Yeah. Fuck that. No, that song is gold. We're doing the song. The song is awesome. The song stays. All right, so you're in with the project. No. No. <laughs> no. You're going to help me make it and, like, get back financial backing and stuff and hire some Korean animators. and I pretty much did that song and then insisted on keeping it with the express intent of sabotaging the project. That so, sounds more like you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> it's a very bad song. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It really Sung is. by a very bad singer. Yeah, no question about that. You know what? I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving that on the show. I'm letting my song go out there to the world to sing the song of my possum people, whatever. I don't give a shit anymore. Okay. This is... Stupid. <laughs> All right. See, the thing is, if it's a kid show, yeah, we can cover the bullshit in the theme song, and nobody listens to the theme song. Who cares? It's just a theme song. Everyone's just going to be looking at the dancing possums. Yeah. Which, duh, of course. But then we get to the show, and it's actual possums right there. And you know what? We could potentially... I mean, there have been shows about history for kids, you yeah. know, that have been good. Sure. You know, there was that one in the 90s that was about history. Uh-huh. And yeah, was, that one. Yeah. And then before and, uh, that, there was Sherman and Peabody. That's true. You know? That's true. They learned about history. They had a time machine. There was a talking dog. Yeah, I mean, they went back and they ruined history a lot. That's true. They did. They had no prime directive. Like, they'd always go back in time and be like, oh, here's Christopher Columbus. He must be looking for America. And then Christopher Columbus is like, I'm looking to get him some, some spaghetti. And it's like, <laughs> what? He's looking for spaghetti? Oh, no. That's a stupid reason to go take a, 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 you know, a, a year-long sea voyage. And, and then, like, he'd crash into America, and he'd be like, Oh, no, I found America. And they'd be like, Oh, yeah, you did that on purpose. Like, that was the plot of every Sherman and Peabody. It was Christopher Columbus was looking for something stupid that wasn't America. And that's yeah. uh, that's the premise there, right? But so they fixed history by ruining Christopher Columbus's pasta. But I mean, if you want to make an omelet, you gotta not have spaghetti because then you'd be too full for omelets. Yeah, it's like that's too many things. You're trying to do too much with that recipe. Yeah, yeah. there's only so much space in the kitchen. Yeah, you know. I mean, frankly, you you put pasta in an omelet. That's just like. It's just starch. Yeah. It doesn't really add anything to it. It's just like, oh, hey, there's some bland, squishy bits in the middle. Yeah, those don't go together. No. Pasta omelets, no. No, if if they went together, somebody would have invented them by now. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't. You know, I mean, sometimes we say things that seem stupid, and then we realize they're brilliant, like the time we invented cake pie. Yeah, cake pie was amazing. Yeah. Cake yeah. pie is awesome. But that started out like, cake pie? Who would ever invent that? Wait a minute. Yeah, no, you can totally bake a cake in a pie crust and it tastes delicious. It's sweet and savory. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's um, quite good. Yeah. But no, pasta omelets are just a, a non-starter. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Um, so I guess we're not going to make Pasta Punch Bowl Party Time Saturday the podcast. No. For now. I um, mean, again, a, a cartoon about Professor Possum teaching a bunch of baby possums about history... I guess could work, but again, that still kind of feels like a kid show. 
Yeah. And history is violent and filthy. That's true. What we really need is an adult history show where we don't have to, like, uh, soften the blow, yeah. so to speak. If you're like, hey, audience, this week we're talking about uh, the Byzantine Empire. You know what they loved? <laughs> Eye gouging. It was their favorite thing. <laughs> I'm barely joking. <laughs> like, they, there is so much fucking eye gouging. Like, every, every new emperor, the first thing he did was blind all of his rivals. Because you couldn't be emperor if you were blind. But they didn't have a good way of doing it because it was a long time ago and they didn't know about science yet. Uh-huh. So they just pulled out everyone's eyes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was that was how they rolled Slot in up. the last vestiges of Rome. That's awesome and gross. Yeah, it's it's a horrifying chapter of history. No, I mean there was better stuff going on in the Middle East roughly concurrent to that and then you get to China and you know Genghis Khan was going around doing his thing around that time. There was a lot going on in the world. That wasn't just eye gouging and black plague, you know? Right, yeah. Because, I mean, that's, that's always my problem with, with, you know, history as it is taught in schools. European history. Yeah, it's, yeah. it goes Egypt, Rome, England, America. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has that weird beam of focus. Yeah, it's like, okay, we're going to do Rome for as long as it takes... To get to whatever, like basically anything that's not a step on the way to the British monarchy, right, gets completely glossed over. It's like, oh yeah, around this time, you know, the the Gauls started settling France and stuff, or what is today France, and it's like, why are you telling us this? Oh, hey, there's William the Conqueror. You know, yeah, American history is pretty shitty in the way. William the Conqueror, born William the Bastard. So yeah, yeah, good stuff in history. But yeah, there's so much amazing shit happening outside of that, you know, Rome to America railroad. Pattern, yeah. 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 That is just completely left out of the high school and most of the university curriculum. So you do agree that it would be cool to talk about uh, uh, interesting and oft-neglected chapters in, in human history. I think it's something that people really need to know, actually, because... Basically, I feel like before you have the right to get offended about anything that's happening now, uh-huh. you need to make damn sure that it hasn't happened 50 times already. That's a good point. A lot of the things people complain about these days are completely out of context. Yeah, It's like you need to know the history of whatever you're upset about. It's not just, it's, it's not just America shit. Terrible things happened all over the world, and different people did them. Nobody's a saint here. That's true. That's very true. That's like the one universal of history. Everyone is awful. Yeah, and have been for a very long time. Yeah. Like, people complain that, like, you know, whatever their pet issue isn't perfect right now. Yeah. It's like, guess what? It never was. And in many cases, it's better than it used to be. Yeah. Almost every case, actually. There was, like, there was one purely benevolent king in Poland, and there was one in Africa Mm -hmm. at completely different points in history. Yeah. And that's about as good as it ever got. And it didn't last. No. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking history right there. There have been two good guys. 
But you don't want to talk about it in the context of possums. I don't see why I should have to. I think the material stands on its own. All right. I I, I feel like, okay, I see I'm trying to do too much. Okay, so we'll make... We'll make we'll make the history show and we'll make possum punchable party time Saturday, and I'll come up with something else for, for Professor and Possum and Brad Possum to do. Maybe they'll just be two of the possums, and there'll be a whole village of possums with fun names. See, if like it was the Smurfs or the Scranches, if it was possible uh-huh. for us to do a a more slapdash disorganized show than this. Uh-huh. I'd say that would be Possum Punch Bowl Party Time Saturday. <laughs> and it wouldn't even have to have possums. It's like, fuck it, that's just the name. Because the show would be that stupid. I think that's when it should be possums, though, because it's that slapdash. It's like, hi, Professor Possum. Hi, I'm Bad Possum. Hey, let's see what's going down here at the old uh, ice cream shop. What, and the, then the show sucks because and then it was made by possums? That's the premise? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, oh, here's some guy flying on a hat. And then here's a, a girl who's, like, dancing around with circles on her dress. Uh, are and you then, talking about the fucking Oogie Loves? Oh, shit. Flying around on a hat, dancing around with circles on the dress. Possum Punchbowl Party Time Saturday has just become the Oogie Loves. Oh. Congratulations, douche. Well, we don't need to make it now. That movie exists, and it's awful. Yeah, it, it is, and it <laughs> does, yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, the, the Oogie Loves is to me as the room is to much of the rest of the world. Yeah. Like, that is my bad movie. I feel like that's a thing. Like, that's there are the fair. bad movies that everyone's seen. Right. And the ones that have the big cult followings and shit. Yeah. But then there is the bad movie that's just yours, that you see clearer than anybody. That's true. And I think for me, that movie might be the Oogie Loves. All right. Like, you know, I mean, I've had a few candidates for that title over the years, but... I think those monstrous puppet men might have won it. No, you seem to be standing firm on that one. Yeah. There's a lot of... Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess we can put Possum Punchable Party Time Saturday to bed then. It's been ruined. Yeah. With, uh... Yeah. Somebody put Shloofy's blood in the punch bowl, and it's just not as fun anymore. I mean, it's still... Nobody tastes- knows about Shloofy's blood. <laughs> that's, your own, that's your own private theory that you never talk about on the show, because I won't let you. It's my bad movie, too. And Shloofy is full of delicious, warm blood. It's like sweet blood because he's a pillow person. <laughs> Shouldn't it be... How does that make him sweet? Wouldn't that make him sweaty and full of dandruff? No, no. He's not that kind of pillow. He clearly is that kind no, of pillow. No, he's a warm, squishy kind of pillow because he's, he's also alive and full of sweet, pulsing blood. He's also demonstrably full of warm. fluff in the movie. It's, it's sort of his his blood sort of tastes like a richer version of like those uh, those those red jelly beans that have like the cinnamon in them. We are done. We are done. <laughs> the number nineteen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Thanks for that. Hey, if you'd like to send your topic to Breakfast with a Beak, send those to topicsatthebeak.org, email style. Or you can get at us on the Twitters at at the Beak and at Doc Heisenberg. Doc with a K. Doc with a K. Breakfastwithabeak.tumba.com, facebook.com, slash breakfastwiththebeak. And if you want to submit those topics to Possum Punchbowl Party Time Saturday, you can write them out by hand. And roll them up into a neat little scroll, put, put a little ribbon around it, and shove it up your ass. Or you can put them in the hollow of a tree. Yes. If you happen to know like where there are possums, like a possum tree. Either way, 
They're not getting mentioned, ever. <laughs> they are going to be lost to the ages once you do that. Uh, when you send us topics, don't send any more numbers. Yeah, actually, we won't do them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're just straight up. I don't care what number it is. I don't care if it's 8675309. Oh, that's going to be a tough one to let go, but we we have to, for the greater good. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, until next week. All right, bye, everybody. Bye, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.